0: Right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig, and it's an exciting week. No matter how things turn out, it's always an exciting week because throw the record books out, who cares? Um, who knows how it's going to turn out this weekend because I always say, Nothing matters when it comes to a rivalry game because you never know how it's going to turn out, and you have to respect the opponent because you never know what is going to happen. Right, Craig?
1: That's right. Never. Yep.
0: I, I've been bringing it up. <clears throat> well, okay, I don't want to get ahead of myself because uh, I might get caught on a, a long tangent um, and just take up too much time and forget to do things later. So the thing that we have been doing that I want to make sure that we do include and do here at the beginning is voicemails. And so I need to make sure that I can find the voicemails for this week because I know that we had a couple people call in to share their thoughts specifically for the Ohio State game. And we don't want to miss that opportunity there with that. And take you forever sure. <sighs> Yes I know I have two new voicemails You don't have to, There we go Alright let's get into the voicemails oh, hello. Oh, no, no. Oh, Lord. You're all good all right. I gotta find yeah. Why is it <laughs> Oh, there we go. I was like, why do you have a different setup? Okay, here we go. All right, so here we go with the first voicemail. Hey, guys, it's Kirby. Uh,
2: I'm calling for the Ohio State pregame show. Uh, I didn't realize you guys asked for a location. I'm, I'm in I'm in coastal Delaware, southern coastal Delaware. Uh, so after a very uh, frustrating and disappointing loss at Wisconsin, and uh, I think you guys know I haven't really been – Overly critical, but this offense is a hot mess. The offensive line, obviously, everyone knows. The quarterback situation, we saw his glimpses of greatness from DPJ, but the wide receivers too, it's not good. And you can't use your tight ends as your only passing scheme. And Saturday, the run game was just decimated by their defense defense. And it's really hard for me to get my hopes up for this game like I did for the Wisconsin game because Ohio State has better players. They have better defense than Wisconsin. They have better coaches than Wisconsin. And they have more dislike for us than Wisconsin. So that factors in, too. That's the motivation. This game, I think, really depends on what... Ohio State team shows up this Saturday. Uh, they haven't really been that consistent this season. They have been very good and they've beaten the teams that they should have, but they have also lost and lost the teams that they should have beat, I think. And two weeks ago if you had asked me after the Iowa game and after Michigan's Minnesota and Maryland wins, Maryland who beat Texas, I, I would absolutely say that Michigan could win this game. But after what happened last weekend, or that was this past Saturday, uh, you ask me, I I don't know. I, I don't know if Michigan could beat Ohio State, even at home. It's, it doesn't, and, and you know what? It doesn't really even matter what quarterback plays Saturday. For me, it doesn't matter what quarterback plays if the o- offensive line isn't gonna protect like they should. So, I'm not gonna give a prediction, cause I don't, I, I don't know. I, there's, I don't think you can predict this, what's going to happen Saturday. I'm hoping that the Michigan wins. I'm going to root for Michigan to win, obviously, but it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to get my hopes up on this game. Um, I'm going to sign off soon here, but I just want to say thanks guys for a great season of podcasts. You guys have been awesome. Uh, I agree with you guys probably about 99% of the time and, uh, you're a great show. Uh, wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving and you know, all your fans as well. Go blue,
0: all right. Thanks, Kirby, for that, and uh, appreciate that. Appreciate you listening, appreciate the voicemails. Uh, and uh, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving as well. We said it a little bit in our last episode, but we'll say it now too, real quick, because uh, this will actually most likely be coming out on Thanksgiving Day. So, uh, if you didn't catch the last one, Thanksgiving to everyone one and all but uh, I will go ahead and throw this in there as well because there was a key word that Kirby Uh, said what was that word Craig do you know yeah I
1: do it's that 1% I gotta work on to get 100% him agreeing with me
0: oh dang it no (laughs) okay (laughs) well I heard 99 that's it No, no, no. That was not what I was going for. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, there there was one word uh, that uh, I want to bring up that he said, and he was talking about it with Ohio State, and that was consistency. Yeah. Or they haven't been very consistent. And I totally agree, and I think that that's going to be play a part and be a big part in this. I don't want to say that is going to be the biggest part, but uh, we have seen it that Ohio State has been uh, inconsistent this year. So I was going to mention that in the episode. He mentioned it. I appreciate that. Uh, Craig, your thoughts? I know that he was going uh, on about the offensive line, which you just kind of came off an episode of uh, Well, how to, how to put it delicately. You had quite a lot to say.
1: I have a ton to say about this game. I'm not going to – you know, I could start talking about this but you know kirby's right i mean everything he said so he he said it perfectly on the amount of time he could um yeah the very fact is i can understand why michigan fans don't want to comment on what the score is going to be because they don't want to look like they're not rooting for their team when they are but uh you and i you and i both went we didn't say that we thought that um Uh, Michigan would lose to Penn State and we both guessed that right so it's all right I mean it's okay if you you know you don't have the (laughs) you don't expect them to win uh when they do that's when it becomes the shocker so that's when they can shock the world so
0: yeah Uh, yeah Uh, Well, one thing, too, that I want to mention before uh, moving on to the next uh, voicemail is uh, thanks, Kirby, uh, again, for the voicemail. But also I wanted to say thanks for letting us know uh, where you're calling from. I find that interesting. That's part of the reason why we do it, just because we know that people are calling from all over the place. So that's very cool to be able to hear where people are from because I I had no idea. I I don't know where I was – Necessarily thinking Kirby was calling from, but Delaware was probably one of the last places that <laughs> that would have yeah. thought of, so that's just always cool to hear,
1: yeah, and that you know also thank you know, happy thanksgiving to everybody, everybody enjoy yourselves, don't eat too much, but enjoy the games and yeah it'll be i mean we're really we're just really this you know this is the time to be thankful, and we're you and I have been doing this for three, you know, three years now, three to four years, and we're just so thankful that we're able to keep doing this because you guys you guys are constantly giving us feedback giving us you know you even critique us and that's great because we're always trying to improve but uh we're just we wouldn't be keep we wouldn't keep doing this if it wasn't for you guys we really are serious we're just a bunch of two guys that are normal guys talking about football that maybe real fans really want to hear on the you know and we kind of try to play as real as we can so
0: yeah for sure uh great great thing to be thankful for absolutely right i mean this is this is a hobby for us i mean it would be one of those dream things for it to be part of a job or something like that but it's a hobby for us and it's kind of one of those things where you know if uh if there wasn't a little bit of support you don't know how long you carry it on and everything but you guys show a ton of support and have been awesome and we always appreciate it and are thankful for that so uh good thing to bring up there craig uh, and mention and uh then one more voicemail here. Y'all yeah, know
3: who this is, uh Steven Brown. Twitter handle. I don't know what it is to be honest with you. But um calling in. I appreciate the love as far as my health I'm feeling better. Um, a lot better actually, so and that's what antibiotic shots do to you, especially in the the goodiest, maximum maximus area. But um Ohio Ohio State Week, um for all the marbles as far as pride because the only thing you have to play for now is a higher bowl game other than one of those day after Christmas bowls, but I don't know, you know. A lot of questions with who's the quarterback. Um, I see some people on Twitter wanting Alex Miles on over John O'Corn, which makes no sense whatsoever. You don't put a guy like that in, in a game like this. Um, uh, LaVert Hill may be back. Uh, just a lot, just a lot of things, man. I love the last show. You guys had a lot of good points. I will just say this about the game: win or lose, there need to be some staff changes next year. Jay Harbaugh is not a running backs coach. Tim Drevno is not an offensive coordinator. Greg Frey is not a good O line coach. I mean, it's, it's, there, there needs to be some changes made. I think he, Coach Harbaugh, will make some changes. I hope he does. But those are the top three things that need to happen. I, I would love for Mike Hart. Or just somebody. I mean, one of the old Michigan running backs, people who know what it's like to play for Michigan, love Michigan, to coach the running backs, teach them how to block. For one, teach them how to hit holes. Need a new offensive line coach. Need a new offensive coordinator. I know the UCLA situation has Jeff Fish up in the air. I don't know about that, but like I said, win or lose. It's not that I expect Michigan to lose. They just haven't given us a lot to root for this year against quality opponents. So we'll see. You know, once again, some of those players on Twitter tweeting instead of preparing. You know, I don't see Alabama players tweeting; it's too busy winning. Clemson players aren't tweeting; it's too busy winning. But Michigan, you can you can always depend on them to tweet. I tell you, a lot of them. But um, it is what it is. I, I I got this game either being a low-scoring affair with Ohio State possibly winning or a blowout. Man, I, I'm sorry. I, I love Michigan. I just don't trust the staff. It's not the players. I don't trust the entire staff. Then I don't want to sound like I'm giving up on the team. They may win. They might. I don't know. I want them to, but I don't see it. I think Urban's given a chance to run the score if he will. But, you know, I guess it's all about next year, the year of no excuses. But we'll see. Um, With LaVert back, that should do some good. And hopefully Karan's healthy. And maybe Peters, but I don't know. Um, I'm going to listen to what you all think. Um, you just go blue, man. We'll see, but this has been one disappointing year to say the
0: least. All right, thanks, Stephen, for that. Another great caller, and always thankful and appreciative of him calling in and giving his opinions. And thankful to hear that you are doing better indeed. Yeah, um, yeah, I um, we discussed some about kind of things with social media last week. Talked a lot about different things, uh, especially with the offensive line and things like that, and also mentioning that we – I think something's going to happen with the coaching staff. I don't know how deep or how far it has to go, but, you know, something revolving around – I mean, we talked about recruiting problems too, how there are great players in the state of Michigan that we're losing out on. Now, granted, of course, you're not going to get all the great players out of the state of Michigan, but, you know – you. The offensive line has been an issue ever since the beginning of uh, when Jim Harbaugh got here. And so something needs to change. I agree with Steven. Something needs to change. And we'll we'll see kind of what happens. And it would be great to be able to get um, all star staff together and, you know, find that offensive coordinator. I mean, I know that we always compare things to Don Brown, but just somebody that has clear that it looks like has clear direction because it seems like the defense is Don Brown's. He owns it. He does it. Yeah. And then you look at the offense and you're like, okay, Jay Harbaugh does this. Drevno does this. Frey does this. Hamilton does this.
1: <laughs> well, you Harbaugh know does bad. this? Yeah, you know it's bad it, when you know how you know how you know your, your one side of the ball is bad when you know all the coaches. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right up to the tight ends coach. That's how you know. But the defense, you're like, there's Don Brown, and Madison. there's Don Brown, Greg,
0: Greg Madison.
1: <laughs> right, right, Madison. Everybody, yeah, we know him, but you know he's always been great. But you know what I mean? You're like, it's Don Brown. Yeah, everybody knows that, and he owns it. Like you said, it's perfectly said. And the the excuse that we're a young team is kind of like, look, you know, if Don Brown can get the who's only have one starter from last year playing to play to that kind of level. That tells you basically what's happened is Don Brown set the bar high for youngsters. I mean, that's what he's done. He's taken the, taken a team on the defense and made them really good. And we should be having that for the offense and to say that, Oh, they're just young. I ain't buying it. I'm just not. So we should be able to do much better than we
0: are. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, thanks again, Stephen, for that. And um, like we said, uh, Thanksgiving, don't know if you guys will be listening to this. Maybe you'll be listening to it while you're driving. Um, But uh, hopefully you can catch it before the game Saturday. Uh, One one other thing that I want to kind of mention quick, and I know I don't want to get too far into it because once you start thanking people, it's going to be like this long list and um, you're going to wind up missing somebody somewhere. But... So I'm just gonna keep it short and everything but somebody else that I want to I want to ma- mention and say uh, thanks for Thanksgiving to uh, is a longtime listener uh, big supporter and everything and uh, drew uh, Drew Hosefire on Twitter if you guys see him and everything uh, you know he's been a great listener always supporter and uh, talked with show and everything and I know that we have a lot of people that we get to say thanks to because they leave us voicemails. Um, but Drew's a big supporter on Twitter and I know there's a bunch more and everything too, that, uh, I could take the whole rest of the episode of naming people off, but I wanted to slip that one in there. Also, uh, many of you guys know Rashawn too, that works with us. Thanks for him for the help and the support that he's been. Uh, but, uh, Craig, before we get into the episode, any, uh, quick shout outs that you want to do?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you named Drew was from the very beginning. That's great. Great guy. Um, Kirby's one Steven's great. I mean, those guys constantly give us support on Twitter and get other people to listen to us. And, um, Irish Wolverine guy that he does great given, you know, calling up even supportive family, friends, people like that are constantly, you know, are always wanting to hear something a little bit more edgier than they are in the radio. (laughs) And, you know, I'm glad that we're here to do that. And, we we just love hearing from them and we just were so thankful to have them in our lives. So, um, but, uh, yeah, those guys, those people are the ones from the very beginning that really support us and help us keep going.
0: So, yeah. And should we do, <laughs> Oh man. Uh, should we do a thank you out to Shane? Oh yeah. <laughs> we will yeah. not even go into that in depth, but there was a very unique situation that brought our, uh, our uh, friendship together with Rashawn. And so uh, thank you to a very unique individual, Shane. Always get a chuckle out of that. But then uh, last of all, before we jump into things, thanks also to because I know Craig and I share some of the same friends too. And so we have supporters that we talk to in person. And so it's always cool to be able to hear their positive feedback. And sometimes their crazy, crazy criticism, but you know what? (laughs) Forget you guys. We don't don't need you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But good times, always a good time to be thankful. And I mentioned it in the last episode, but such an awesome week this week. It is the week of the game, and the game. Do you want? Do you want me to start, Craig? Because I'm going to ask you. Because I feel like I might get rolling and not stop for a little while. So I don't want to, you know, run away with it right away or right at the beginning. So go run,
1: dude, go run, go run. I mean, to. Okay. You need to burn some calories after you know eating a lot, so yeah <laughs> get running
0: all right so so this is where we're at and, and this is what I want to say, and I know that some people say it say one thing but kind of think differently and everything, but you see a lot of things happening this weekend you've probably seen about how Michigan uh supposedly Michigan people are selling their tickets to Ohio State people, yeah, which just sucks. Grinds my gears, however you want to say it. it it's frustrating because yeah. it's always still a good game. I mean, you have to, and I know people are throwing out the things out there about real fans and everything. And you know, part part of that, part of that, I believe in everything. It's just like you do not want to make this worse than it is by letting Ohio yeah. State take over the stadium. You you don't want to do that. I, I don't care. I mean. I don't care how much money they're throwing at you. I know they're not going to throw enough money at you for you sh- to honestly should be willing uh, to sell these tickets to them. Because I mean, what? Where were uh, all the fans that were there back in? Uh, crap, what was it? I, I mess this up sometimes. What was it? Sixty nine <coughs> when uh, Bo beat um, yeah. Hayes. Yep. Uh, they weren't. Uh, they probably weren't selling their tickets. You know, I mean, they were there to watch the game because that was their team. What what were the odds? What were the odds to win that game? You know, yeah. Michigan fans showed up because they were there with their team. Yeah. That still needs to hold. Now, I mean, you know, it's it's your team. I go back and I've mentioned it on social media 2013, an ugly year for Michigan football, and yeah. uh, Michigan was, had uh, only had seven wins. I mean, here we are sitting at eight wins. I mean, I know it's not a huge difference, but Michigan was sitting just at seven wins. Want to talk about a disappointing season? How would you rather be sitting at seven wins instead of eight? And went in, hosted Ohio State at the big house, and with that ugly team, ugly situation and everything, barely lost that game. Took it down the wire, lost 42-41. to Mm -hmm. Nobody had hopes.
1: That's that Devin Gardner pass.
0: Yeah, the, the the pass to Delio, Delio, yeah, uh, to go for two to win the game, which I believe that was a terrible play call, but whatever. <laughs> I, I, I was okay with them going for two, All right? Um, but you know, you never know when that's that is going to happen. I, I know that you can say, yeah, it's unlikely. I don't know if they're going to win. We're going to have our own thoughts and our own predictions and everything at the end, but you. Have to believe and hope that there's a chance, especially in these rivalry games. We say it all the time. I don't understand how Michigan fans can sit here and be like, oh, we're going to destroy Michigan State. Michigan State doesn't have a chance. We've said that for three years now, and Michigan State has won two out of those three years. And then, and you know, part of the reason why they're able to do it because they show up for a rivalry game. Yep. And they're able to do it. So why can't Michigan do the same thing? Right. You are believing more in Michigan State than you are in Michigan. Like, or I, I, I mean, that's not the exact logic. But how, if you can see Michigan State do it, can you not believe that Michigan has the ch- has the chance? I'm not saying you have to say, Michigan's going to win. Michigan's going to win. No, just just believing and saying, hey, you know what? I'm hopeful. There's a chance. Maybe it's a 1% chance. But there's a chance. I'm not coming out here saying Michigan's going to win. You all are going to look like fools. But the thing that makes me feel like people are being foolish and not, not directing this at all at Kirby's comment, because I know everybody's kind of down in dumps and things like that. But also I don't think he has tickets and is selling them for the game, but it's just like people are throwing in their hats, basically feeling like there's no hope and just like giving up. And I'm like, what the heck?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, and you're right. And part of that is, would you rather lose? Let's, let's put this way. Let's take. Let's just say Michigan does lose. Let's Michigan loses. Would you rather lose to the Buckeyes with a full pack, packed crowd, and then Ohio State goes back home, and the you know they celebrate the win and they get in their digs at Michigan and then that's it? Or would you have them Michigan lose to Ohio State? To not a pack crowd. That's mostly Ohio State. And then them say, "Wow, you Michigan people really know are a really good fan base. You don't even show up for your own team. I mean, that's even worse if you ask me. I'd rather lose to Ohio State and be a Pat crowd than lose to Ohio State and not even and ha- don't even have our fans there." Are you kidding me? You're out of your mind. I'm like, you and I right now are trying to figure out a way to get tickets, which would be great. Hey, if you have any tickets, let us know. Yeah, if um,
0: you're just giving away, give them to a Michigan fan, somebody who's going to wear blue to the game. (laughs) Right. But you're right. I mean,
1: you're saying Michigan has no chance. You and I definitely know that Michigan... It always has a chance always can play more, better than they can i mean and that's the thing you know when i was reading that that was infuriating me to see michigan trying to get get rid of tickets because just because and i'm like you do you realize people they're like almost going for like a hundred dollars they could be more money if you know and that's the thing is you know a lot of people have not seen Ohio State-Michigan play at Michigan in the Big House because of the very fact it's too expensive. They can't afford it or they, they're just really, really tough to find. Now they're easy to find, and I'm like, you know what? Keep your tickets. Go watch a good game. Go watch Michigan play at the Big House, and you know what? It's it, Even if, let's say, we lose, it's so fun to be there to see that.
0: Yeah, Oh. Yeah, no. And and so this this also comes up, you know, if anybody was complaining about um about how the coaches and the players were talking about things where it's like us, you know, it's only us, you know, forget the fans, things like that and people were mentioning bandwagon fans or fairweather fans. This yeah, is the reason why. <laughs> right. Yeah, this right. is the reason why. And honestly, you know, if you're doing this, yeah. Yeah. I honestly, if you're doing this, it's just like just whatever. I mean, it's, it's, come on, it's getting ridiculous. And it's just, it's going, it, it's a tradition for people to go to the game and now people are just throwing it in being like, we're done. I, yeah. mean, I, I mean, come on. It's, you, you know, it's coming up. You were plan you were planning on it. So now just because of what the record is and everything you're, you're done and you're throwing it in. Cause if you were already done with it, then you would have been prepared for, it and probably been selling tickets way ahead of time. Yeah. But now because because you would have probably got more money for him before. But now because of the situation and everything, you're just throwing, throwing it and giving it up. I This makes me uh, want more. And, and I don't know how it's going to work with the players and everything. And honestly, I hope it doesn't affect them unless it's in a positive way. But it's just like I want Michigan to win even more now. So everybody who's doing this, everybody who's quitting, everybody who's giving up and not going. And some people are going to know. People are going to know like, hey, aren't you usually at the Michigan game? Oh, yeah, I didn't go this year. Yeah. they're going to uh, and don't you have t- don't you have tickets to the Michigan game every year? Oh yeah, but I didn't go this year. They're going to be able to point their finger at them and be like, "You were dumb for not going." Michigan won. Michigan did something awesome. Did, Michigan did something epic. Michigan did yep. uh took down uh top team whatever blah 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 and you miss it. So it just makes me want Michigan to win more so that the people who are and and I understand there are going to be some people who have legitimate reasons for selling tickets or whatever, but still focused on selling its Michigan people rather than Ohio state people, whatever, however, but it, if, if it's happening at this grand of a scale, people are just bailing. Oh yeah.
1: Well then that yeah, you're looking at the whole team is looking and saying, Hey, you know what? Our fans didn't show up. They don't support us. Look, critique all you want about this team. You know, you, uh, we have, There's so many good points out there that why this team is flawed and there's areas of this team that's very flawed. We can see that and that's fine. But oh, you always support your team. I mean, you always get out there. You this is a this is the team you grew up with from the very beginning. Since you're probably a baby rooting for this team, you never give up on them, man. I root, I was rooting for them with Hulk here and Rich Rod and changing and I hated the whole changing the offensive scheme and the spread and I can't, couldn't stand it. But yet, yeah, I was still a, a, a Michigan football fan through and through, and I, it, it never changes, never goes away. And this is, this is not this is not one. This is where the team really needs you. This is where the team really needs to, to back them up and give them support and root them on for an upset. So.
0: Yeah, you, you never know what's going to happen. You, yeah. you just never know. And so it's just I find it ridiculous how some people are already out there and like, oh, we know Michigan's going to lose and we're not going to go. I just. Yeah. Uh, yep. All right, we're done. Yep. Right. There we go. Uh, nope, we're done. End of episode. We're done. Have a happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, really. Um, so I mentioned earlier about Ohio State being inconsistent. It was something that uh, Kirby brought up, and that that's a factor that uh, will kind of contribute to things. Uh, kind of, I mean, if if o- if Ohio State comes in and plays their top performance, we're toast. We really are. Because uh, I think even if Michigan played its top performance, I don't think they could hold up. Just because the top performance from this offensive line, I don't think could play with the top performance of their defensive line. Uh, so I uh, we, we have to hope that maybe Ohio State comes in, and maybe they do, you know, we do catch them sleeping a little bit because they're just like, look, this Michigan uh, team is not as good as We've played in the past two years, and, you know, we've beat them two years in a row. So, or we've beat, Harba- uh, beat Harbaugh two years in a row. You know, what's uh, what are we worried about? And a lot of our fans are here. So, it's like uh, we own the stadium. So, you know, no big deal. And so, maybe we catch them off guard or something, or uh, maybe there's some similar things with the Oklahoma and especially the Iowa game where they were clearly off their game. Yeah, and Iowa was a perfect trap game for them between Penn State and Michigan State, but uh, but who knows? I mean, we'll see uh, kind of how it goes. The thing that I will say uh, that is important is this: in this is that they for their two losses, um, they definitely. I mean, that's kind of obvious. They were the two games that they were most limited uh, to their offense production like Ohio State really thrives on being productive offensively. Like they've still got a good defense, but it seems like the life of the team is the success of the offense. Yeah, so a big and so fortunately for us, the the best thing about this Michigan team is their defense. So if anybody's able to do anything to keep Michigan in this game or keep a game or be a factor and everything on the side for Michigan is going to be the defense disrupting Ohio state's offense. So I think that's kind of one, if not the biggest things in this is that the defense, the Michigan defense has to disrupt Ohio state enough to kind of throw off the whole team cuz like I said it seems like if they're if the offense is successful then the defense feeds off of it and just plays even more aggressive and everything. So that's kind of my introductory thought on the game.
1: No, um, you yeah, absolutely right and you're talking about Ohio State um offensive line is it's good. In look, this is where I see you, there here's the push where it kind of goes in Michigan's favor. Um Offensive Ohio State's up front uh, guys for are really good. They're really good at blocking. Um, does that will that help? Thank God they're going up against our defense that could possibly stop that. What Michigan's defense has going for it right now is obviously Lavert Hill is possibly coming back. I heard he is, which is great news for Michigan fans. There are deep, our secondary is really good. And what are the, what's the issue that uh, JT Barrett's had pretty much in all those games against Iowa. He had it against Iowa and he had it against Oklahoma, especially with Iowa though, is JT Barrett had a hard time throwing down the field. So you, you know, you, you want to elongate the field. And the very fact is he has a hard time passing in the pocket when he rolls out is when you're going to get in a little bit of trouble if you can keep him in the pocket and try to throw, he's not a very tall guy. So our secondary can stop that. That's where Ohio, Ohio State is at its weakness is when J T Barrett has one of those games where he can't move the ball and he throws a lot of pick sixes or he throws a lot of interceptions. And he's off the mark, you know, and we've seen that where he overthrows players and things like that. But um, that's the positive on Michigan in this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um it's it's good to have Hill back trying to find <laughs> trying to find the positives in this. Um but uh but yeah, it's it's gonna be it, it's really honestly I mean if you if you just sat down and looked at paper on paper at these two teams and everything and didn't me. have any um any labels It'd be like, oh, yeah, Ohio, uh, this team, Ohio, uh, yeah. Ohio State is going to beat this other team. Shouldn't be a problem. <clears throat> so, really, like I've said, a big factor also in this is going to be the fact that it's a rivalry game. I mean, it's just going to have to be the players uh, being mad about how things ended last year, recognizing it's a rivalry game, uh, be, saying that they want to uh, defend the home turf, uh play tough against them in the big house and step it up a notch. Yep. Uh and catch them off guard and uh throw uh throw a wrench and things. So um where was it? Oh I had something else in there. But it's uh Michigan is really going to have to Yeah we have step, step it up offensively. We've said it. Uh, obviously offensive line, uh, play. the play-calling scheme is going to have to adjust, too. I mean, we saw – this is going – I feel like – I don't want to get ahead of myself and talk something with the prediction and everything, but I feel like this is going to be very, rather similar to the Wisconsin game. It's not yep. going uh, – I mean, for for it to be favorable for Michigan, this cannot be any kind of a shootout because if it turns into some kind of a shootout – yeah. Michigan or Ohio State is going to outgun them, like no, no doubt. If it's yeah. trying to match them, touchdown for touchdown, uh, Michigan has done nothing of the sort this year.
1: Yeah, we're not, we're not built. We can't do that. We just can't. We're not, we're not. We haven't. We're not capable of it. So, yeah.
0: so uh. yeah. So it's uh, uh, it's going to have to be enough production though from the. Running game and the offense, uh, uh, and offense (laughs) and the receivers. So you've got to see players step up. Uh, You've got to see better blocking, not just from the offensive line, but also the players that they put in the backfield. Because it is just like people getting run over and manhandled. So,
1: yeah. Well, uh, touching on Ohio State and Wisconsin have one of the best linemen in the country, and they do. And that they're with Ohio State. Their secondary is not very good, and they've proven it and they've shown it throughout. You know that inconsistency that they can be thrown on. Um, you got Ohio State; their defensive line, though, is really good. In fact, they're almost up there with Wisconsin. So they're, that right there hurts Michigan very. Very. The very fact is, Michigan is almost incapable of blocking. For more than you know, for three seconds, you know, for more than three seconds, and to watch that, they're like we were talking about. You're going to need, you're going to have to come up with something different than what we've been shown, because they're going to get crushed again. We're, we're just the quarterbacks won't make it through this, even a corn law, even the, with the wheels that he has. Um, it, look, Ohio State right now is gunning on all cylinders. At this point, I think um, they box. One thing that I have to say Ohio State has proven, and that doesn't bode well for Michigan at all, is Ohio State has proven that they are able to come back and win a game okay. uh, when they're behind, and they did that against Penn State. That's huge. They were behind, and it looked like they pretty much are going to lose this game, and JT Barrett showed that he can come back and win the game, and that right there shows that you know they can – come out with a game that they think they've lost and come back and win it. And that's a huge game. I mean, Michigan's holding their ha- on the <laughs> grasping on. They lost to Iowa and they, you know, and they lost to Oklahoma. But you have to remember, J- Baker Mayfield has done something a little bit different than most of the other teams in Oklahoma. It's very, very fact is he is the best in the country at throwing the ball downfield while on the run <laughs> and we have not shown that uh for corn can get up there to do something like that all power to him but he hasn't shown that he isn't a guy who looks down the field very often um he's gonna need to do that to win this game he's gonna have to pull in that make baker mayfield get pissed put the team on his shoulders and win this
0: game for us yeah no i uh, yeah It. There needs to be something new with the offense. Oh, yeah. There has to be. There has to be. And I know that there was uh, Wildcat mumbo-jumbo last week and everything like that. But there just needs to be some – I mean, I mean honestly, it's like – I feel like for the first quarter or maybe even like the first half, everything has to be done in less than three seconds.
1: Well, yeah, you're doing the whole Chip Kelly-Oregon, right? He's all about get up to the line of scrimmage. And do it again, and do it again. Yeah, quick, quick tempo. You're talking about a tempo offense. That's what you want. That's what Michigan needs. We need a tempo offense, which we're not used to. And I don't think these these players are used to doing that. But you're going to need to do that. Is high tempo. Get it up there. Hike, hike the ball quickly. Get it out of your hands. That's all. That's what you got to do.
0: Yeah, and these passes have to be like f- five yards deep. Like, still send some guys deep to get uh, to. Uh, free up that space, but you're going to have to be focusing on just that short stuff. Hike it, get it out. Hike it, get it out. Honestly, something that I feel like I think would be kind of interesting just to throw in there, just to to maybe mix things up is like jet sweep or a reverse. And as the player is rolling out to the right and everything, have a receiver right there behind behind the line of the defense and dump it over. Yeah. I mean, some, you're going to have to throw something in here because I don't see there being any way traditionally that Michigan could just get away with this. I mean, even you mentioned last time how Michigan is not cannot run the pro style right now. No, they can't. Man. They have They have to make do with what they have, which sucks, but they have to do that. And that's the thing that is kind of crazy to think because they did it when they first showed up. They made do with what they had. And, um, they were able to make it work different times, but then also I feel like there was more, um, there were more, I don't know if I would necessarily say trick plays, but, you know, deceiving plays. Yeah. You know, go ahead and go with the intent to deceive whatever. But, um, but like, I remember, well, I don't know what game it was, but there was, there was the game too, where I'm pretty sure it was 2015. Rudak hiked the ball. There was a... Um, a player in the backfield on um, either side of him, One uh, and they both split out. He faked it to one, faked it to the other, and then right in the middle of the field, there was a player that was crossing or just had a running back that had just ducked out or something, middle of the field, wide open. And yeah. I thought it was really interesting to see. Now, granted, of course, that takes a little bit of time, but it's just like there was that creativity. There was that difference where there were plays that you didn't see, and there were plays that um, Michigan used to run where they would only run them once a game or almost it's like once a season. Right. And this year it's just been the same plays week in, week out, maybe even like drive after drive. You see some of the same plays all over again. Yeah. And it's just like, what is going and But then also you also have those crazy games where they just threw in completely different formations, like 50 million times. So it's just like, find that happy medium. Yeah. And they're,
1: yeah, the same vanilla, offense where it's very you know it, it, it's predictable urban meyer will definitely sniff it out and look you know this is a thing like you're talking about a shootout michigan had it's just really tough to say michigan really doesn't have a shot at a shootout with ohio state it's just not going to happen we're not built that way um ohio state is i think they're third in the nation in scoring points Uh third in the nation at scoring that's where they're at they're at almost 45 points a game that's insane <laughs> and they're at 500 and i think 500 almost 550 yards total yards a game that's sick and that's what you're going to need to do is you, ohio state's going to get their points they even did it against oklahoma and you're going to have to figure out a way this is all going to come down to making J.T. Barrett beat himself. You know, mm-hmm. and you're just going to need to do that. It's the only way this game is going to get in Michigan's favor. Is if you throw J.T. Barrett off his game. Um, he's been really good lately. Um, yeah, he had that terrible. He had a terrible game at Iowa, but a lot of people do. But they we're talking about guy. He, the the kid is like, he's like he's got almost he's got six hundred. Over 600 yards carrying, and he's got eight touchdowns just rushing the ball. I mean, and that's right there a problem because he's a mobile quarterback. And I'm like, you know what? you got to keep him in the pocket. You can't keep him running out of the pocket for Michigan to have a chance. So we're going to have to put a lot of pressure. That's what Penn State did last year is they put a lot of pressure on JT Barrett um, when he hiked the ball. You Really what you need to do is get – what Michigan has, has failed to do on the offensive line and blocking, you need to do that with Iowa state is throw off their uh, linebackers and their, you know, and their tackles. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, their uh, tackles and their center and just throw them off that they can't block us and they, and they turn turnovers. But uh, that's the only way, this is way this game has to go at this, you know, just has to.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, they need to contain Weber, limit Weber, and they need to Dobbins. disrupt yeah. Barrett.
1: Yeah. And also, and, and, hey, you got J.K. Dobbins. He's got over 1,000 yards rushing. So,
0: yeah.
1: He's at 7.3 yards of carry
2: yeah. average.
0: And, and you need to control Barrett to a certain degree, uh, keep him from doing anything uh, crazy outside the pocket but then also disrupt him in the pocket. You need to throw him off his game. Because if Barrett's on his game, then you're pretty much going to be screwed. Yeah. So um, unless uh, – I know the secondary has been relatively good for Michigan, but they they would have to step up huge if uh, Barrett's on his game. Um, and we've seen them be vulnerable before, and there were points where it's just like you know that they're going to – a team like Ohio State can capitalize on stuff like that. So,
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, and I, I, Ohio State's defense hasn't – their secondary, like I was talking about, it has been okay. They haven't been great. But remember, Ohio State's defense is fifth in the Big Ten. That's not very good coming from the great Ohio State. So that's where Michigan has an advantage. Look, if, if this is the time <laughs> – this is the time if you're going like you said you're going to show everything, you know, put everything out there on the field, then do it now. I mean, you got to do it against this team to win it. Um you're going to have to maybe try the trick plays like you said. You're gonna, what what do you have to lose? You don't have anything to lose. Right now Ohio State on defense is a little bit vulnerable. It's the only time you're going to have a chance to beat this team to do that. Um cuz what you want to do is long, sustainable drives by this offense so Ohio State's offense doesn't get get on the field. Once you put JT Barrett on the field more, you're you're not going to win. You're just not going to win. you got to keep them off the field, and the only way you can do that is the slow, methodical drives down the field to score.
0: Yeah. Yep, totally agree. So, man, this one, uh, this episode's getting away from us, man. Um Okay, so some top performers. Then, who do you think are going to be some top performers uh, for Michigan uh, offense or defense? Uh, I'll go ahead and let you choose. Who do you think is going to come up big for this game?
1: Well, boy, <laughs> you know I keep wanting to go with skill positions, but uh, um. <sighs> You know what? I'm going to say somebody like, you know, I'm going to say maybe Winovich, just very, the fact is, you know, I think that he'll be able to get in there and uh, disrupt them a little bit and and get at JT Barrett um, or Hudson, somebody like Khalid Hudson that can um, play the Viper and, and scout out. But uh, those two I was, I was throwing out, but I'm going to go with Hudson just to the very fact is he's got a spy on Barrett in this game. He'll be He'll be big in this game, and and if this game's close, it'll be because of him. Um, and I think he'll disrupt J.T. Barrett if he can get in there. I can't put anything, I can't say anything on the offense because nothing's really shown. You can say Gentry will come up with a big game. You can say, you know, Hignon or Evans, but I'm going to say on deep. It's going to be on the defense, I think. So.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh... I definitely do agree that it's gonna be on the defense. But I'll go ahead and say somebody for both. I think that uh Higden might be able to come back and do something uh special, have a special performance by uh for a running back. I mean nothing like history making or anything, but you know, uh might be able to put things together here for this uh big stage. But then uh defensively, yeah, um Khalid Hudson, um I I think could be the key to the disruption, to causing uh, enough chaos and being a pivotal, a pivot point for the defense. Yeah. Um, so I can, uh, I know I'm kind of basically echoing what you said, but uh, putting that there as well. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've already kind of said it, it's, it's going to start and stop with the defense. Cause uh, I mean, like we've set, uh, shown before, if the defense isn't working well, I mean, as especially with how you saw with the Penn State game, if things aren't going well for the defense, then the, the offense absolutely will collapse. Um, yeah. And we know that we've seen a lot hang on Peters for whatever reason. When yep. Peters is playing, it's like a different show. But – uh
1: yeah, and that's the thing, you know, I'm not sure Peter's will even come in this game. I think it's probably going to be O'Corn and you and I've talked about, you know, the very fact is O'Corn's a very, very tough kid. Um great kid, he's good. Um I to me I thought O'Corn out of all the three quarterbacks is probably <clears throat> the weakest uh just mentally. Um I, I, you know, he 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 struggles a lot in and under pressure he just really does he's not uh, i don't think our offense is built around him at at all uh i feel like we're trying to act like he is but he isn't and i don't necessarily think it's a corn's fault i just think he's in the wrong program i don't think michigan football is the right place for him at all um as much as we're gonna you know coaches think so i don't think so he just doesn't look like he's in that kind of system but uh you know, if he gets a start, I, I, I think the kid is too turnover prone at, at times, and he really just has a hard time uh, looking down the field. And um, it, it, this would be the game for him right now. O'Corn can literally be almost the savior <laughs> this year. <laughs> you know, he could, and could it happen? Of course. You and I have always talked about Michigan. Always has a chance. No matter who's under center, and this would be this would be really cool if he turned out one of his best games ever. I mean this might go down in probably one of the best games if they could pull out win, so
0: yeah, whoever is that quarterback and if some Michigan somehow pulls out a win would they would go down oh, yeah. as historic almost. Oh, yeah. Because the odds are against it and with the mess that has been the quarterback situation this year and everything. So, um, well, before time escapes us, let's get into lock it and dump it. Okay. Um, Michigan is plus 12, so they are the underdog for this one. I know that's fluctuated a little bit, um, but I've got it down as plus 12 right now. Over-under is 50.5. First, lock it or dump it. Peters will start at quarterback for Michigan.
1: Uh, I'll dump that.
0: Going right away and starting off with dumping it. <laughs> Leave it to Craig. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, uh, la, 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 la. I. I was thinking about it. I'm. I'll lock it. Wow. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just like wishful thinking or whatever, but I'll lock it. So, who's going to? So, you're saying John O'Corn's going to start then?
1: Yep. I do.
0: Okay. Um, I, I'm throwing this one in here. You know, it's just going to be kind of one of those things where I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, a receiver will break 75 yards in this game. I don't know how many times this exactly happened this season. I know Donovan Peoples Jones was pretty close last week if he didn't break it. Um, right. So a receiver will break seventy. I wanted to. I was tempted to put at a hundred, but I was just like, no. That's
1: now, like, you, are you counting the tight end as a receiver?
0: Any anybody who catches the ball. So even if it's a running okay. back. Okay. Um, but it's receiving yards only. So I'm gonna lock that. Ooh, hello. Yeah.
1: There'll be a reason for that. And <laughs> <Okay. laughs> for that,
0: you're gonna bring that up in your prediction, I guess. Yeah. Um, I will actually go ahead and uh, dump that one because it's just – it just rarely ever happens. I don't know. The way that I could see that happening is if it was a shootout, and I'm not thinking that this is going to be a shootout, or if it is, it's going to end badly for Michigan. So, anyways, the defense will come up big like we've been talking about, but part of the thing that they will do is they will get five or more sacks.
2: Hmm.
1: A good one. I'm going to dump that.
0: Okay. And I will actually uh, stick with you on that one as well, and I will um, dump it because I just think that the defense will be productive, but catching uh, Barrett and sacking him is not an easy thing to do. So I think they'll rush him. I think maybe he'll uh, uh, they'll force him to throw it away and some things like that, but... Gaining the five or more sacks, uh, I'm yeah, you know, tough call, tough call. So, all right, well, that's um, man, whew, times are running away. Uh, get into the score predictions, then. Okay. And I think, I think usually I've been going first lately, so I will let you go first for this one. Okay. Well
1: big game D game Ohio State Michigan um, Michigan can pull out the big uh the <laughs> Miracle on this, really, it kind of is. Um, and he's they're going up against the juggernaut and JT Barrett and Ohio State and those running backs. I think Ohio State's gonna option this whole game. I don't think they're gonna throw it as much. Um, just based on what I know, I i, I saw them option out with uh oh, Michigan State. I think they're still gonna go with that because they got two uh running backs and Do- Dobbins and um, Weber. Um, And J.T. Barrett, when he options, he can run it too. He has over 600 yards too. So I think they're going to option the whole entire game, most of the game. I don't think uh, J.T. Barrett's going to need to throw it very much to win this game. uh, our offense is stagnant, especially with the corn under center. I just don't think we're going to have a tough time where they're going to move the ball. We pass, especially passing it. I think all Ohio State's defense, their secondary are all going to be moving up, stack the box and stop our running game. And when you do that, we have a hard time scoring. Uh, so. It's, it's much as a, it pains me to say, I, I just don't think Michigan has a chance. I think we have a good chance. Uh, it's it's going to be similar to the Wisconsin game. The first half, I think it'll be close. But then the second half, I think Ohio State overpowers us. And I have uh, with, uh, Ohio State winning 38 uh, and Michigan 14.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Yeah, um,
1: I have 40s, but...
0: Yeah. No, no, no. All good. All good. Uh, I am... Uh, kind of along there with you with some of those things. Uh, like we said, it, it's got to be something different for Michigan this week. A, a different Michigan team has to show up. There is no way that any any of these Michigan teams that have showed up for any of these other games is nope. going to get this done. I, I mean, uh, I know that they did well against uh, Rutgers, Minnesota, Maryland, things like that, but it's just like this has to be a different mindset for this team to be able to come in here and be able to cause chaos for Ohio State. Um, I, I can definitely uh, back you up on thinking that uh, Ohio State's going to just run as much as they can if they find success there. I do think that Michigan is going to find a way to limit that, but then, you know, there's go- going to be some of those big plays where uh, they're going to run it a ton and then Barrett's going to throw it up and the secondary, I think, is going to get... Uh, burn on it. Um, I do I do think that the team, uh, the Wolverines will step it up a little bit. It'll be a competitive game. I think they'll actually have the lead for part of it. Like you've been saying uh, more interesting game in the first half but the second half things will get away. The only way um, that Michigan could win is going to be uh, the beginning of the third quarter is going to be huge. Second half adjustments are going to make or break it. In my opinion, I don't think that it's going to get it done. I have hopes. I think that there will be some good things. Uh, I think there will be some players that have some uh, decent performances and it'll impress some people and everything, but at the end, it will not get it done. I think uh, uh, Nordine will uh, hit some key field goals and maybe it'll get competitive even into the fourth quarter. But in the end, um, Michigan, I have putting up 20 points. And towards the end of the game, Ohio State will pull away and make it a thirty-one to twenty loss for Michigan. Yeah. 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 And so I'll say that I'll say this too. I believe that Michigan can win this game. Yeah, I do too. I do not predict that they will. Yeah. Um so, and, and that, and I know I kind of used it before and everything and it definitely didn't work because uh, it was the Penn State game. I, I hope they prove me wrong. I want them to prove me wrong with this prediction.
1: Yeah. what and, you know, what you're going to see in this game is exactly what you see. If Michigan wins this game, you know, what you're going to need to see is wh- who is this team <laughs> and where has this team been right all year? That's exactly what you've been saying. That's pretty much sums up this whole show is if they're going to win, then we're going to need to see a team that we have not seen before all year, and that's how it's going to have to go down, I mean, really.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, it's, it's going to have to be impressive, a head-scratcher for people and everything like that. So, yeah, we'll see how this uh, plays out. I think it will be an entertaining game. I know that uh, there are quite a few people who are thinking that, uh, obviously, people who are selling their tickets who don't think a whole lot of it, but yeah. um, but I I don't think there's any way that they're not going to have the team show up. I know that things didn't end well very well with the Ohio State game the first year, and I know that the Penn State game kind of got away from us right. uh, this year, but we shall see. And uh, I I think it's uh, still a tough. I that's part of the thing too, where I think that. The, the defense, that's that's the thing, too. like a, I, a, a big thing talking about the defense, and I forgot to mention this earlier, but this is what the defense can hang its hat on. Mm. Like, we've talked about this has been an amazing defense for three years now. Amazing defense. Oh, yeah. Especially last year and this year, and this is something that they could hang their hat on. Their performance could be amazing. Uh, that... That is, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we've just seen so much from them. I don't see how we could see more, you know, them yep. step it up even more and create such chaos for this game. But it's possible, and that is part of what would be needed and could make this game interesting and get Michigan the win is where essentially the defense wins it. They, they've owned so much, and I'm not saying, hey, guys, you need to do a little bit more. Um, But if they if they do, if they could muster out something extra, like a little bit extra more, it could be insane for this matchup and be an amazing thing for them to hang their hats on. And and essentially, you just point at this game and be like, that was a defensive win. That was all defense. They got it done and they won that game.
1: Got to be all four quarters. It just uh, you want to play defense. This is all four quarters game. You don't take your foot off the gas you don't and essentially stop playing defense uh especially when we play wisconsin you can't not let it get away from you you got to play all four quarters you can't give up you got to keep grinding even if it hurts you and you got to do it like you said you got to step up and the offense you got to show that same kind of passion this defense does in order to win this game uh it's got to be there if you know if all all Else comes down to one game, and you wanted to put it on all on the field, put it all on the field on this game, Michigan. You guys can do it. Just got to grind. You got to dig, d- dig deep, and and find a way to win.
0: So, yep, for sure. So good stuff. Good yep. talk. Good week. Hope everybody's having, or did have, or will have. Whenever you listen to this, a good Thanksgiving. Don't get too crazy with Black Friday, and <laughs> if. You have tickets. Don't sell them to Ohio state. No, no, don't be that fan. If there's one thing you remember from this episode, take that with you. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. We always appreciate you guys. Always thankful. Always thankful for, uh, the entertainment, and the joy of Michigan football, but especially appreciate the fans and our listeners of the show. Um, and we hope that you guys have a good, uh, holiday break and that you have a holiday break. We know that people do have to work during that time. So hope things go well for you. Drive safe. Be safe. Yeah. Be smart. Don't sell your tickets. Driving. Listen to this podcast, man. Yes. Get on here. And we'll finish off with go blue. Go blue.